Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. A really good day to get to be alive. If you're listening on schedule today in the U.S. is actually Valentine's Day. A day of love. A day of extreme expectations and disappointments. Did you know the majority of men in America woke up today terrified that they're going to do something wrong today and they're not going to live up to your expectations and you're going to be secretly mad given cold shoulder? Did you know that? Hey, ladies, can I just talk to you? Okay. Today is a day for you to be loving. Like, Seriously, cut all the strings of expectations that you tie onto this one day, the day of love, where we show up unloving and full of extreme expectations. Let's just drop that. Drop it and just show up in love. How much love can you give today instead of how much love can I receive? I want proof of love. <laughs> oh, let's drop it. Let's just be loving today with no expectations. We set our men up for failure when we have expectations that they're going to do what we secretly want them to do, but we don't tell them what we want them to do. And here's the thing I would just want to remind you of. Married ladies in the house, listen up, okay? You didn't marry a chick. He's a dude. So let him be a dude. He probably can't read your mind. So drop the expectations and you be loving today. It's Valentine's Day. All right, here we go. I did not get paid by your husband to say that. Just want you to know I really didn't. But I'm married to a really good man who didn't show up with flowers this morning and I'm perfectly okay with it because I didn't tie those strings of expectations onto this day. Here we go. Are you ready? The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is, This is God's Plan. What would you need to do to make God love you more? What area of your life would you need to clean up so that God could bless you? How could you make yourself better so that God would choose you for something good? These were questions that used to rule my days. I was always trying to earn my way into God's good grace, checking all the boxes. It was exhausting. And I could do it for a little bit of time, but eventually I would fall short and I would struggle. And when I struggled, I assumed God was disappointed in me again, and then I would hide. Are you afraid that God is disappointed in you? Have you been hiding in your struggle? My sister, God is not disappointed in your struggle. He's disappointed that you would think Your performance is what he's looking for. Let's get this straight. God is God. 
And he's like the hardest person in the world to buy for because he already has everything. He's hard to impress because he already can do everything on his own. He's hard to entertain because he already knows everything. And yet, Zephaniah 3 verse 17 tells us, God rejoices over us and delights in us. You, as you are, are exactly who God wants. You are who he has chosen. You are the one he rejoices over and delights in. And there's only one thing he is asking you to do. One thing that would make him happy. One thing he wants from you. And this one thing will make everything else right. The one thing God wants from you is your faith. Just believe him. Believe he is loving. Believe he is good. Believe he is involved in the details of your life. Believe in his promises over you. And if you will simply believe, everything else is made right. It's not your performance. It's not your consistently checked boxes. It's not your wisdom to know what to do and then your ability to make yourself do what you know to do. No, it's none of that. If you could do this on your own, then you would actually deserve your blessings. And if you deserve the blessings, they're no longer blessings, they're payments. And if you can earn it because you deserve it, you could also lose it because of your shortcomings. And through it all, we have taken the gift out of the blessing God offers us, girl, you did not earn this. I don't care how good you are. You didn't earn this. You couldn't possibly earn this. The blessings in your life are the result of a good God who takes specific delight in you. He owed you nothing. And yet he gives you everything. We're continuing our study this week on the book of Romans. And Romans chapter 4 recounts the story of Abraham that is originally told to us in the book of Genesis. Remember, Abraham was this old man with an old wife, and they were unable to have children. And there was nothing they could do to earn children. It simply was not possible. But God comes to Abraham and tells him, look at the sky and you count the stars if you're able to count them. And then God says to Abraham, your offspring will be that numerous. Have you ever tried to count stars? Like, have you ever been somewhere like Montana where the sky is just massive and the stars are absolutely overwhelming because there's no other competing light out there? Have you ever tried to count those stars? Well, imagine that's what God is showing Abraham. Look at all these stars and try to count them if you can. That's the number of your offspring. What if God whispered a dream 
into your soul that made absolutely no sense? And what if he gave you a peek at the works he planned to do simply because he delights in you? And what if those works were impossible? Would you dismiss them? Would you disqualify yourself? Would you try to hush that desire and opt for something more reasonable? Well, that's exactly what we do. We disqualify ourselves because we believe it's up to us to do it. Girl, this isn't about you. This is about God. Abraham was receiving the promise of a God plan. And when it's a God plan, only God can pull it off. You have two roles in a God plan. Believe it and get out of the way. I have to wonder what God plans we've gotten in the way of. What impossible dreams has God breathed into us, but we've dismissed them because we don't know how to step into them. I know I have a few of those. I, I, I have some of those God plans that have been whispered into my soul. And they're so big, I can't, I, I can't imagine it being real. I can't imagine being the one to be part of it. Big Life Resort, like I, I just, where, how, who, when, ah. <laughs> and once again today, God is just inviting me to come back and believe him enough to get out of the way. That's what's happening right now for you too. God has plans, good plans for you, but it doesn't look like it's happening and you have no idea how to make it happen on your own, so you've given up. And let me tell you something. A girl who has given up is totally in the way. How do you get out of God's way? Dare to believe him again. Dare to believe, oh, this is God's plan. I can't do this, but God can. Genesis 15, 6 says, Abraham believed the Lord and the Lord credited it to him as righteousness. Abraham didn't create a plan and then start checking boxes for the plan. Abraham didn't instantly clean up his life and impress God with his works. In fact, if you read the whole story in Genesis, uh, it, it says, in fact, Abraham and Sarah's attempts to earn a baby and fix the issues created massive problems later. But God can overcome the problems we cause and the messes that we make. He doesn't cancel his plan because we get it wrong a few times. But Abraham heard God whisper his promise of offspring as many as the stars. And while he was still way too old to have children and married to an old woman who had never been able to have children, he got out of the way and he simply believed. And when he believed, it was credited to him as righteousness. Righteousness means to be made right to be counted as good enough, to qualify 
And Abraham's faith qualified him when everything else said he was out. Abraham believed what he could not see. He believed what he could not do. And God made everything else right. And when Abraham, in faith, entered into what God was doing for him, that was the turning point. When you decide, in faith, to step into what God alone is doing for you, you will have your turning point. This is when the doors open. This is when the tides change. This is when the walls fall, the mountains move, the seas part, the chains break. It is all dependent on you believing. And then God makes you right for his plan. Now let's bring it home, okay? Let's see what Paul says about Abraham hundreds of years later in Romans chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 17 through 24, and I'm going to read from the message translation. Just listen to this. There are so many aha moments in this, guys. It's crazy. It says, we call Abraham father, not because he got God's attention by living like a saint, but because God made something out of Abraham when he was a nobody. Abraham was first named father and then became a father because he dared to trust God to do what only God could do with a word make something out of nothing. When everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway, deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw he couldn't do, but on what God said he would do. And so he was made a father of a multitude of peoples. God himself said to him, you're going to have a big family, Abraham. And Abraham didn't focus on his impotence and say, it's hopeless. This hundred-year-old body could never have a child. Nor did he survey Sarah's decades of infertility and give up. He didn't tiptoe around God's promise, asking cautiously skeptical questions. He plunged into the promise and came up strong, ready for God, sure that God would make good on what he said. And that is why it said, Abraham was declared fit before God by trusting God to set him right. I want you to look up that scripture today. Like go ahead and just Google it. Romans 4 verse 17 through 24 in the message translation. Google that. Maybe write it in the margins of your Bible under Romans chapter 4. And then underline some of those words. God makes something out of us when we are a nobody. God does miraculous things for us and through us when we dare to just trust God to do what only he can do. When absolutely everything is hopeless, here's what we do. We believe anyway. We don't live our lives based on what we can make happen. We live our lives according to what God said he would do. 
So stop focusing on your limitations. Stop taking inventory of how late it is and how hard it is and how unlikely it is. That is you getting in the way. My favorite line in this scripture says, Abraham didn't tiptoe around God's promises, asking cautiously skeptical questions. He plunged into the promise and he came up strong, ready for God, sure that God would make good on what he said. Let that be us. Let's stop tiptoeing around the promises of God over our lives. Stop poking at the dreams he has given us with skeptical questions. Oh my gosh, I do that. I poke at the dreams God has given me with these little skeptical questions like, God, why me? It couldn't be me. When It's just too late. This could never happen. Stop poking. Let's just plunge right in and God will help us to come up strong. This is how we open up our lives to God's plan. We dare to believe (laughs) that with God, all things really are possible. God isn't choosing you because of what you bring to the table. He's choosing you because within you, is the faith to believe it and then in faith, get out of the way and let it happen. I'm telling you guys, I get so excited when I really understand it is God's power at work, not my own. I'm not good enough, but God is. And God wants to show me his power. I got to get out of the way. I got to just believe him. And so do you. Can I pray with you today? Join me right now. Good morning, Papa God. Thanks for waking us up today. Thank you for giving us the gift of a new day of life. And God, thank you for loving us so much. Oh, you are so good to us. We receive your love today. And we give your love today. God, I thank you that you have God plans for us. They are plans that we cannot understand, that we cannot make happen on our own. (laughs) But they're there. And all you ask of us is to just dare to believe it. Dare to believe that you can do it. We can't. You can, that, that you make something out of us when we're nobody. You don't need our performance. You don't need our checked boxes. You simply ask for our faith. And so we come here today and we just say, God, I believe you. I believe if you want it to happen, it's going to happen. And I'm going to get out of the way. I'm 100% sold out for your plan, God. I love your plan. I don't even know what it is. I have no clue how it would happen. But I'm sold out. I'm plunging in. I believe it with everything today. And I'm going to stop poking at your dreams, your promises, your plans with my skeptical questions. I'm going to stop poking at it, Lord. I'm going to stop tiptoeing as if I could never be made good enough for your plan. (laughs) 
is not about me. It's about you. <laughs> ah, thanks for showing us that today, God. I pray for every family represented listening today, Lord. I pray for your provisions over them, your protections. I thank you so much. You're so good to us. We sure do love you. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. Like I literally feel like I've had so many aha moments this morning studying this. Um, just like, oh, God is so good. He blows me away. <laughs> Have a beautiful day, my friends. I love you wildly. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.